Puerto Rico is about to default on their public debt. This is America's Greece, $72 billion underwater and begging for a bankruptcy lifeline. But Puerto Rico is not a state. They're just a commonwealth. They're not protected under our bankruptcy laws. Will the U.S. let them fold or prop them up? Today, AMAC spokesperson Joss Bernstein is here today. He has studied this matter more than most U.S. senators. Stay tuned for his predictions on which way they'll go. Is Puerto Rico too big to fail? And if we bail them out, with your tax dollars, will they be looking for another handout next year? Most important, how will this affect your retirement? Before we get to Josh, though, as I always like to do on this show, I want to say a hearty thank you to all of our men and women who serve in our armed forces. Thank you so much for everything you do, the uh, sacrifices that you make for our, for our country. I'm going to bring Josh up in a bit, but I want to talk a little bit about uh, uh, the market and, and, and where we are and what's going on. You know, we've had in the past few weeks uh, on our show, Tim Wood, we've had some other folks on talking about the market. If you really pay attention to this market, we haven't made progress in a year. Um, in fact, if you look at where we are now, we are down from where we were at the first of the year. What I believe is happening is what is called a big rounded top formation. It's the precursor to a major bear market, and that could be setting up as we speak. You know, when I had Tim on my show a few weeks ago, we talked about his DNA markers, and at that time there was three of the five in place. When those five DNA markers set up, as they have for every previous bear market since 1896, it's almost, that's done, Katie, bar the door, it's over, we're going down. Uh, they have never failed yet to um, predict or start the bear market. We don't have them all in place yet, but they are quickly closing. The Dow is down to a point where it's almost about uh, to have what is called a Dow theory trend change, and that's when the Dow transports and the Dow industrials uh go to a point where they're lower than their previous low, which was in October of last year. Not quite there yet, but inching closer every day. Recently, we've learned that China is uh, devaluing their currency in an effort to spur their economy. Is that the domino that I've been looking for to start things down? We have in this world a debt crisis beyond imagination. It is a bubble mania in debt, and bubbles always end badly. They blow up. When you have a debt crisis like we have now, typically it ends in deflation. Now, let me ask you something. If you're retired now and we start this bear market, maybe something worse than what we had in 2008, how's that going to affect your retirement? How's it going to affect your portfolio? I've talked to you about the sequence of return risk. Here's what I want you to do. Now, don't do it now. I want you to listen to the show now because we've got a great show in store for you ahead. But I want you to go to my website, www.thewealthguardians.com. On the home page, about three-quarters of the way down, on the right-hand side is a button you can click called the sequence of returns. 
I've got about a two-minute video there where I explain it. I don't have time today's show to go over that again. But please, I want you to go there, and I want you to understand what you face, what is coming. If you're retired and you're invested in this market, please, I want you to understand the sequence of return risk. If I was on TV, I'd be on my knees now begging you to do this. This is radio, so it doesn't matter. I mean, oh, what the heck, I'll do it anyway. I'm going to get down on my knees right now, and I'm going to beg you. Please. You hear me? I'm down here on my knees begging you, please go there and learn about the sequence of return risk. It could devastate your entire retirement. You know, I heard something the other day that was so funny, and uh, and I wanted to play it for you. And it reminded me so much of that old clip that Abbott and Costello did that I just, every time I hear it, I... I laugh to the point where my stomach hurts. It was the who's on first bit that they did. Well, here's something similar. Now, this is done a couple years ago, in fact, five years ago, but it's it's more true today than it was then. So let's take a moment and listen to it. Mr. Producer, hit clip one for us. Your name is Roger, yes? Roger. Ah, that's your name. Roger. Good. And what do you do, Roger? I'm a financial consultant. Ah, financial consultant, eh? Roger, Yeah, yes. terrific. And uh, Roger, how's business at the moment? Not bad, thank you. Uh, been a bit quiet lately. H- how do you mean lately? Since the war, been a bit quiet. Fair enough. OK, Roger, your special subject tonight is the economies of the European community. Mm. Your time starts now. Best of luck. Thank you. How much does Greece owe, Roger? Uh, $367 billion. Correct. And who do they owe it to? Mostly to the other European economies. Correct. How much does Ireland owe? $865 billion. Correct. And who do they owe it to? Other European economies, mostly. Correct. How much does Spain and Italy owe? $1 trillion each. Correct. Who to? Mainly France, Britain and Germany. Correct. And how are Germany, France and Britain going, Roger? Well, they're struggling a bit, aren't they? Correct. Why? Because they've lent all these vast amounts of money to other European economies that can't possibly pay them back. Correct. So what are they going to do? They're going to have to bail them out. Correct. Where are they getting the money to do that, Roger? (laughs) That's a good question. I don't know the answer to that one. How much does Portugal owe? Hang on a minute. What was the answer to that earlier question? Just keep answering the questions, Roger. Where is Portugal going to get the money it owes to Germany if Germany can't get back the money that it lent to Italy? Just a minute. What was the answer to the previous question? The question was, how can broke economies lend money to other broke economies who haven't got any money because they can't pay back the money the broke economy lent to the other broke economy and shouldn't have lent it to them in the first place because the broke economy can't pay it back? You're wasting very valuable time, Roger. How much money does Spain owe to Italy? $41 billion, but where are they going to get it? Correct. What does Italy owe to Spain? $27 billion, but they haven't got it. They're broke. Correct. How can they pay each other if neither of them has any money? They're going to get a bailout, aren't they? Correct. And where's the money coming from for the bailout? That's what I'm asking you. Correct. Why are people selling the European currency and buying the US dollar? Because the US economy is so much stronger than the European economy. Correct. Why is that, Roger? Because it's owned by China. Correct. And uh, very well done. And after that round, you've lost a million dollars. I've lost a million dollars. I thought you said well done. Yes, well done. You've only lost a million dollars. That's an extraordinary performance, Roger. I've only lost a million dollars. Very well done. And that's quite good, is it? Oh, it's excellent. Sell everything immediately. Quickly. Uh, You know, 
They say that all good humor has a little bit of truth uh, wrapped around it, and I think this one has has more than a little bit of truth in it, and it is a funny bit, no doubt about it. But if you sit back and you seriously think about what they just said, and keep in mind this was said five years ago. It's much, much worse now. It should scare the hell out of you. It scares me to death. I see no good end to this debt bubble that we've created, and you know, I tell my my clients and anybody that listens to me, you've got to get protected. We have ways uh, to protect you now from what I believe is coming. And if I'm wrong, and I pray to God I am wrong, uh, if this market continues to go up, then your funds will continue to go up. But they're going to be going up in a protected, safe position. Now, wouldn't you like to know a little bit about that? Wouldn't you like to take 45 minutes or an hour of your time to learn how to protect your retirement nest egg. If you would, I'd love to sit down with you over a cup of coffee, no pressure, no obligation, and talk about some of the strategies we've successfully employed for the last uh, 15, 16 years for our clients. You can call us at 336-391-3409. You can also uh, reach us on Facebook, hopefully like us on Facebook, And, of course, our website is www.thewealthguardians.com. We're going to be also uh, starting our Social Security um, uh, classes over again uh, next month. Uh, There's information on our website about those. They're going to be held this time at the Bermuda Run Country Club. Don't know the exact time and date yet. You'll see that on the website. But, again, if you want to sign up for the Social Security uh, workshops, uh, I think they've opened a lot of people's eyes. We Again, I'll tell you again, I have yet to find less than $50,000 extra for a married couple uh, if they properly optimize their Social Security benefits. And, again, that's a free workshop, and it doesn't cost you anything. I'll run you a free financial retirement plan that's uh, – Uh, intermarried with a Social Security optimization program, no obligation, free of charge. Come to the workshop, learn a little bit about how this works. There's over 1,300 different combinations that a a husband and wife can can file for their Social Security. Well, we're up against a break, and when we come back, we will bring Mr. Josh Bernstein on. You're listening to The Wealth Guardians with Doug Ray on 94.5. WPTI, the Piedmont's News Talk and Sports Station. Ninety-four point five WPTI, the Piedmont's News Talk and Sports Station. This is the Wealth Guardians. My name is Doug Ray. Where it's all about the health, wealth, and freedom. You need to live life your way. Well, I guess I've teased you enough now, and it's about time to bring our guest. Uh, I told you, Josh Bernstein, he is the spokesperson for the Association of Mature American Citizens, is with us today. And we're going to be talking about Puerto Rico, its uh, default on public debt, and the bankruptcy. But let me get into a little bit about Josh first, uh, so you understand uh, Josh and his background. He's a radio host author, political strategist, and a no-holds-barred commentator. This ought to be fun today, folks. Hang in there. He's a pro-Christian Jewish conservative who detests anti-Semitism just as much as Christian bias. His articles can be found on The Examiner, Breitbart, 
Right Wing News, the Tea Party Tribune, the Pundit Press, Wayne Dupree, and others. Josh is also the Director of Communications for the Tea Party Community. So, without any further ado, Josh, welcome aboard to the Wealth Guardian Show. It's great to be with you. Well, I've looked forward to this interview ever since uh, I was told we had you lined up today. Um, you know, I've, I've I've listened to some of your work in the past, and uh, you know, I'm just very interested in everything you have to say. Uh, you've been quoted as saying that uh, you believe the default position in life is liberalism. I kind of agree with that. You have to work at being a conservative, and I agree with that too. So, let me hear what your explanation is. Uh, in regards to this or, or, or in regards to uh, the Puerto Rico? Yeah, yeah, the default position in life is liberalism. It's easy to be a liberal. Well, it's again, hard to be I conservative. think that you're born, um, you, know, uh, you know, an idealistic child. You think that uh, you're indestructible. You think that, you know, the world owes you everything. Your parents take care of you. Uh, everything is handed to you. Everything is easy for you. And so um, I contribute that with, obviously, liberalism. And then as you get older and you start to kind of figure more things out, you become more independent, um, you understand the world around you, as well as you start working, paying taxes, maybe get married, have kids. And so I think what ends up happening is that default position starts to at least hopefully change. Then again, when you're being indoctrinated eight hours a day in the public uh, school system, it makes it a little more difficult, certainly. But you start to figure things out around you and in life in general, and I think you become more conservative as you've experienced more life. It doesn't happen all the time, but uh, usually it does. Well, wasn't it Churchill who said something like, if you're young and you're not liberal, you don't have a heart, but if you're old and you're not conservative, you don't have a brain? Yes, he did say that. <laughs> I think that's so true. But my question, what happened to all the Hollywood folks out there? I mean, they just don't seem to learn, do they? They really don't. Um, I, I think um, overall the people that uh, are in Hollywood that actually do something. I, I've had the pleasure of uh, interviewing a few times uh, Evan Sayet. He's a uh, comedian. He was also a former knee-jerk liberal, as, as he would describe himself. And he talked about Hollywood. This is a, someone that um, you know was a producer for Arsenio Hall and Bill Maher. He worked for Bill Maher and things like that. And now he's a conservative. He's actually a leading conservative. And he says that the people that do something are typically the folks that are more conservative. So in other words, your contractors, uh, your foremans, your construction workers, people that actually do something. He said the people that teach, people that act and things like that, they pretend to do things. And so therefore, that's one of the more reasons liberals flock to academia and to Hollywood and things like that, because you don't actually have to do anything. If you're a teacher, you're just lecturing somebody. If you're an actor, you basically say things like, when the person says, you know, action, then you pretend to actually be doing something. And so it's a very interesting thing that, that he actually said it, uh, in his book. Um, and ultimately, in Hollywood, the people that do things, the directors, the cinematographers, the editors, the people in the back, if you will, that are not in front of the camera, those are the, typically the folks that are more conservative in Hollywood. And it is usually the actors and actresses that really don't do anything. Uh, those are the folks that are more liberal. 
yet somehow or another they've got it in their head that whatever they say matters. Exactly, yeah. They need to just keep quiet and keep on cue. Well, and, and who was it that said just shut up and sing? <laughs> I don't remember. I don't either. I mean, it seems like Ann Coulter might have said that. I don't know, but whatever. Yeah. If you just joined us, uh, this is the Wealth Guardians with Doug Ray on 94.5 WPTI. Today's guest is Josh Bernstein. He's the spokesperson for the Association for Mature American Citizens. He has his own radio show. He's quoted quite often and been seen on several conservative uh, uh, blogs. We're going to talk a little bit today with Josh about uh, Puerto Rico because uh, Josh has done an in-depth study on on that situation there, and he's going to bring us up to speed on on what's going to happen or what he thinks is going to happen with their um, their default and their debt. And, and and to kind of get us into this realm, I mean, it's just not Puerto Rico. We just saw Greece go through the same situation. They got another bailout. And if they couldn't afford the other bailouts they got, how are they going to afford the, you know, the one that they just they just got again? So the whole world is awash in debt, as my listeners have heard me say so many times on this radio program. So much debt that we're never going to get our get ourselves out of it. I don't think. But um, you know, I want uh, to bring you in, Josh, on this subject right now. Let's talk about it. You say Greece. Uh, or Puerto Rico is is America's Greece. Can you explain a little bit? Yeah, I, I can. I mean, uh, Puerto Rico is not a state. It's a commonwealth. And in a lot of ways, it's important to the United States. Uh, it, it's almost like um, Greece is to Europe in a lot of ways. It, it's important, and, you know, it's an integral part of the United States, uh, overall continental United States. And I think... Um, we have to watch what happens uh, in Puerto Rico closely because, again, it could have longer-lasting ramifications for the United States. Uh, just to kind of give you an idea, some of the things that have led to this issue, um, the construction bubble, the fact that uh, the economy tanked uh, for everybody, obviously, in, uh, in 2008, um, you know, the expiration of federal tax breaks for corporate income, uh, the approval of Kafka might have had something to do with it. But overall, it's been not just the changes in global economy, but it's been the incompetency and servile government administrations. You've seen progressive uh, administrations in Puerto Rico, whether they're Republican or Democrat, doesn't matter. They've all been very, very progressive-based. Uh, the country itself is that way. Um, you know, you're talking about uh, a country who's basically the highest uh, unemployment rate right now uh, is 7.4%, and that's West Virginia. And the unemployment rate in Puerto Rico is 12.6%. Um, you've got a staggering 45% of the population that lives in poverty compared to about 15% uh, in the United States. And, uh, again, 43% of people, 43% um, labor participation rate is 20 points lower than the United States as a whole. Uh, so you're talking about a, a country that is dependent on government, that has big government. 23.7% uh, of the uh, labor force is the government. That's the second highest sector in Puerto Rico. And so what we're finding is we're finding uh, another country, similar to a Greece, that, uh, that cannot afford uh, to pay its people. And with everything that's going on, some of the things that I've been hearing is they're going to start cutting teachers, 
cutting wages, uh, you know, doing as much as they can to try to pay back this debt. Um, they defaulted um, $72 billion in public debt. So the interesting thing that I find is that they want to use the United States bankruptcy courts for protection. But there's a problem. They can't do that because they are not a state. They are a commonwealth, and so therefore they are barred from using the United States courts and bankruptcy protection. So when you put all this together, and you know that you, the president is Barack Obama, and you know that he doesn't care about the Constitution, he's gone around it numerous times, circumvented it many, many times uh, with executive amnesty, with other things that he's done. Uh, so you look at that and you go, wow, what's he going to do? Is he going to allow them to default? Let's not forget they got about $25 billion um, in the uh, handout money, if you would, in uh, the Recovery Act in 2008. So he's got his hands uh, in this crisis, too, a little bit. And I wonder what they're going to do. Are they going to just allow them to default, or are they going to pass legislation that allows them the access to the U.S. bankruptcy courts? Uh, I wouldn't put it past them. We've got a lot of moving parts as this scenario unwinds here because you also have uh, a lot of the uh, Puerto Rican citizens are coming over in droves to uh, the mainland here. You've got in play right now in just about every municipal bond, mutual fund, Puerto Rican debt. Um, how is that going to play out? I mean, is that going to blow up, and, and is, is that going to cause interest rates to, to go higher? Uh, it could be a, a very interesting situation as it plays out. Let's go back to talking about Puerto Rico as a commonwealth. I mean, they have they have some, um, I don't know how to say this, quasi-rights uh, as an American citizen, but then they can't vote, uh, and they don't pay taxes. So... Right. You're saying as a commonwealth, then they're not protected under U.S. bankruptcy law. So they're kind of in this uh, limbo limbo kinda. land, I guess, right? Yeah, you could actually say that. Uh, you know, it's a good question that you bring up because how will this affect the elections and the 2016 elections? Right now, they are not allowed to vote for the presidency and the vice presidency, but as Rahm Emanuel famously said, never let a good crisis go to waste. Right. The left has been trying to make them the 51st state, or if you're Barack Obama, the 58th state, for the longest time, because they understand that from an electoral process, it adds more to their, to their coffers. Because, again, th- this would be a country completely that would be a quote-unquote blue state if it was the 51st state in the United States. And so I think from that standpoint, they're looking at, well, what can we do? You know, how can we solve this problem? I believe at some point they'll bait the Republicans by using the race card saying, if you don't help out the Puerto Rican economy, then you're a racist. I'm sure they'll use that at some point. And who knows? Maybe they'll try to figure out a way to incorporate them into the United States. Granted, that's not going to be done overnight, and hopefully there'd be a lot of uh, pushback on the Republicans' part, but look, we've seen the Republicans capitulate and cave to just about anything and everything, so I don't know what would happen. Um, But it could affect the elections, especially because now, because of the economic 
duress and problems in Josh, Puerto we're Rico. up against a hard break. I'm going to have to pause you right there, and we'll sure. pick back up after the break. This is the Wealth Guardians on 94.5 WPTI, the Piedmont's News Talk and Sports Station. WPTI, the Piedmont's News Talk and Sports Station. This is the Wealth Guardian Show. My name's Doug Ray, where it's all about the health, wealth, and freedom you need to live life your way. Our guest today, Josh Bernstein, spokesperson for the Association for Mature American Citizens. You can also find Josh's work at www.joshbernsteinpoliticalwriter.com. Our topic today is Puerto Rico. Will it file for bankruptcy? It's in default. What can they do? They owe more than they can possibly pay. There's lots of ramifications behind this because maybe you don't know this, but we have in the financial system, in most municipal bond mutual fund portfolios, hundreds of millions of dollars of Puerto Rican debt. What happens if they default on that? What happens to those portfolios? What happens to, uh, does it cascade? Does it start interest rates going up? Does it cause other municipalities to uh, to default? We know we had problems with Detroit, still do. We know we have other states in bad shape. Is this the domino that's going to get it going? Josh, let's get you back in here. Yeah. And, uh do you think this could lead to that domino effect I was talking about? Well, it's certainly possible that uh, that it could. You know, let, let's not forget that um, you know they, the uh, the Puerto Rican government has uh, seen a couple of downgrades, uh, Moody's and S and P and Fitch. Um, basically, they've had the uh, the shut off and access to primary debt markets and things like that. So I think that in some ways it could. Uh, it just it really is going to depend. I mean, I think the economy as a whole in the United States is large enough to probably sustain it. But if they don't get their house in order, eventually uh, they're going to, you know, they're going to start to affect us. Certainly in the bond markets, like you mentioned, and stocks and things like that. Um, but I was also looking at this from a political standpoint. These folks are now fleeing the country. And as they're fleeing the country, they're not going to Europe, they're not going to Africa, they're not going to Australia, you know, they're not going to Russia. They're coming to the United States. They have a connection with the United States, so that's where they're coming. Now, if these folks are coming into the United States, more than likely they're going to go into areas that are, quote-unquote, swing states, and they could affect the elections. Now, granted, I know that they can't vote, but we've also seen that illegals are not supposed to be able to vote, and they've been able to vote, too. So... I think from a political standpoint, this has a lot of ramifications as well. Um, $72 billion in, in public debt is a lot for that country. It's not a lot for us, of course, but it is a lot for Puerto Rico. So, um, you know, they're, they're going to need uh, to get their house in order. And how they're going to do that, um, I think there's a couple of different ways. Uh, number one, they obviously need to take a hard look at their own economy and they need to rely upon themselves and not anybody else. And they're going to have to make some pretty serious cuts. Uh, there's been a lot of um, jobs that have been lost because of this and other things, as well as the fact that um, the economy as a whole has taken, a, has taken a downturn. And, again, they've done it to themselves. This is a progressive, liberal country 
that spend, 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 and, you know, didn't save for a rainy day. And, you know, they voted in the people that, uh, that you know, spent their money. You know, I can't think of a single government, city, state, whatever, that's been run by liberal progressives for any period of time is doing well. They're all basket cases. And, Every one of them. Yeah, and, and again, I'm not sure what's going to be the end result for Puerto Rico. I would not be surprised, as as you said in the in the last segment, to see uh, uh, Obama with his phone and his pen just go ahead and, and bail him out. That's the scary part. It, it, yeah, well, we're getting into some pretty scary times right now anyway. Um, you know, according to Thomas Jefferson, a government large enough to give you everything is also large enough to, to take everything away. Mm-hmm. So how did big government fail Puerto Rico? Well, again, uh, the growth, overall growth, um, you had the, uh, you know, the spending has been astronomical. The, the amount of government workers, uh, again, is uh, 23.7% of the Puerto Rican economy, the second largest sector. Uh, is the government and government workers. So I think you, you just see a situation where high taxes and high expenditure uh, eventually has to be paid, you know, has to be paid back. And if you're not going to cut programs and, and, and cut taxes and things like that, then you're going to have these types of situations as we have seen in Greece. Uh, and as we've seen in bankrupt cities, liberal cities, Stockton, California, Detroit, Michigan, I mean, all these cities that are run by liberals uh, have either gone bankrupt or are on the verge of bankruptcy. And again, uh, we're just seeing it one right after another. And it's pretty sad because we've had, uh, you know, a liberal establishment government now for so long, and look where we're at, you know, $20 trillion in debt, and uh, it's getting worse. And, you know, I believe that number is about $24 trillion. Once we hit that, there's really no turning back. If you just joined us, today's guest is Josh Bernstein. He is the spokesperson for the Association of Mature American Citizens. Josh also has his own radio program. And, Josh, let me ask you, how would I be able to listen to your show? Well, I'm pretty much uh, syndicated all over the place. Um, You can go to my website, joshbernsteinpoliticalwriter.com. I do much more talking than writing these days, but I've had the website for a long time. You can Google me, just put in Josh Bernstein, radio talk show host, you'll find, you know, five, six, seven pages of my stuff. Uh, Mondays I'm on KFNX 1100 after Herman Cain and before Michael Savage, uh, KFNX 1100 AM in Phoenix. Um, Tuesdays I I do a show from another studio, uh, Star Worldwide Media Networks, uh, with the famous Dave Pratt. Uh, He owns that studio. And then on Thursday nights I do a TV show. Uh, live on Ustream, you know, for my fans. And then on Saturday mornings, I'm on the CRN Digital Talk Radio Network, which uh, I do a show Saturday mornings from 8 to 9. All of the times and all the information uh, is all on the website as far as all the schedule and things like that. Josh, you said a moment ago that, and I think this, I've got this right, um, that uh, employment numbers in Puerto Rico, 27% were employed by the government of Puerto Rico. Is that right? 23.7. 23.7. Yeah. I think I read somewhere not long ago that we're kind of in the same boat here in the U.S. Is that not right? We're, yeah, I believe we are. We're, we're pretty, pretty close to it. Now, granted, we have a, a much larger economy than uh, the Commonwealth of Puerto Rico, but uh, 
as far as the percentage and ratio, yeah, it, it is close. And again, that's why we've increased. If you look at our job increasing, uh, increases, it's been not private sector, it's been the public sector, number one. And number two, most of the new jobs created have been to foreign workers, whether legal or illegal. Um, look, we've got 94 million Americans out of work, the most since 1977, I believe, or 1976. We've got 56 million women out of work. We've got 50 million people on welfare. We've got 12 million people on disability because their 99 months of unemployment ran out. We've got some serious, serious issues. And again, you know, a lot of people don't know this, but I do. This has been done on purpose. This is all part of what's known as the Cloward and Piven strategy. Cloward and Piven were two sociology professors from Columbia University in the 60s that wrote an article called The Weight in the Nation magazine. And in that uh, article, they basically said there's a certain percentage of the people, low-skilled wage workers and, and, uh, and foreign workers, that are not participating in government handouts. And if we can get those people to be able to be part of the government handouts, we can then change the financial infrastructure of the U.S. economy and possibly implode it and replace it with socialism. And when you look at the fact that they took the work requirement out of welfare, that was a major, major point in what I'm all trying to say here. And again, you don't have to take my word for it. You can Google the Cloward and Piven strategy and you can see for yourself. You know, Josh, I never wanted to believe that. Um, Me fact, neither, yeah, but it's true. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm about to say that, uh, you know, when, when when Obama was first elected and Rush came out with that comment, I hope he fails, uh, and everybody got on Rush, um, you know, I think they were, everybody said that from the patriotic part of themselves. We don't want our president to fail. I was the same way. I really didn't think that the guy was as socialist as he is. And as time has gone by, it's apparent to anybody who has their eyes open and uh, is is looking at this that what you just said is the grand design. They are trying to turn this country into a socialist regime. And I'll point no further away than the surge in the polls that Bernie Sanders is getting right now. Isn't it unbelievable? 28,000 people in Oregon, 27,000 people in California screaming at the top of their lungs for someone who wants to take the wealth from one sector of society and give it to the other, uh, redistribution of wealth. I mean, look, it, it all started in 2008 with Joe the Plumber, hey, I want to spread the wealth around. Well, now that shocking statement, uh, unfortunately, has become a mainstay and has become more accepted, and that's the scary part because that is part of the fundamental transformation of America that the left has wanted to do for so long, and we're seeing the fruits of their labor take place. And I think that uh, people need to be very frightened because, again, Bernie Sanders is masquerading as an independent. This is the person who literally brought radicalism to the state of Vermont. He was part of the Vermont Progressive Movement, in the 60s, he was the uh, mayor of uh, Burlington. Then he spent 16 years in, in Congress representing Vermont, and then in 2007 um, ended up being a, a senator. And this guy caucuses with the Democrats. 
and he calls himself an independent, but he is a self-admitted socialist. And it's so scary to see that his message is resonating. And again, I've said this time and time again on my show, the language of the left sounds better to the untrained ear than the language of the right. I'm gonna, one person says, I'm going to give you everything, free health care, free education, free this, free that. And the other person says, I'm going to remove all the obstacles in your life so that you can achieve for yourself. To the untrained ear, the guy goes, well, okay, I, I like the guy that's going to give me everything. I think I'll vote for him. That's how the left wins. Josh, i got about 30 left. seconds left. Any predictions? Any predictions with uh, Puerto Rico? Um, I, they're going to have to address it at some point when they come back. I know that we've got to defeat this uh, Iran deal first and foremost, but uh, I have a feeling that um, the left is going to address it probably in the next 90 days or so. I don't know how they're going to do it, but they're going to bring it up, and they'll probably try to get the uh, weak-kneed Republicans to go along with it. Josh, thanks so much for being on the show with us today. Let's do this again uh, as we walk towards the elections of next year. Sure. Anytime, any subject, doesn't matter what it is, I can cover it all. Thank you, sir. No problem. And this is the Wealth Guardians with Doug Ray on 94.5 WPTI, the Piedmont's News Talk and Sports Station. Casey O'Day here and uh, Doug Ray from The Wealth Guardians joining me. Doug, there are so many places on the Internet you can go to find financial resources. The problem is not a lack of resources, but the overwhelming nature of what you're going to find online. You're a financial guy. What do people need to be looking for? You know, Casey, you're absolutely right about that. I mean, you can find just about anything you want to try to find on the Internet uh, under a financial topic. You know, on our website, thewealthguardians.com, what we've put there is uh, information that I think is per and generic to just about anybody. For example, you know, we do a lot of talk about Social Security, and we've helped a lot of people, Casey, but they can go on our website right now and download a really unique Social Security report. At the same time, uh, we're in the tax season right now, so we've got a report up there about things you can do to help control your taxes. It's a multi-page report, and uh, many other things we have on that website that people can go to and just uh, take a a gander at and and see, uh, you know, what uh, what they like and, and download it. All right, uh, give me a peek behind the curtain, because uh, taxes, you piqued my interest right there. What is, what's one of the biggest things people should be doing that they're not? Well, you know, one of the things that folks uh, should do is take advantage of any uh, 401k plans that they have at work and make sure that they're uh, funding it at a minimum up to the level of the uh, employer uh, contribution match. Free money. And, yeah, it's absolute free money. And if they're not doing that, well, you know, I'd like to spank them. But the other thing about it is uh, that also is a way to uh, take away some of the tax burden. I mean, maybe you want to give or not give, but con- contribute a little bit more than uh, the uh, the employer max, that's going to absolutely take away some of the tax liability that you're going to owe at the end of the year. Because you're talking about pre-tax dollars. Then. That's that's exactly right. Plus, you're helping yourself in the future saving for retirement. All right. One more time, Doug. What was that website? That is www.thewealthguardians.com and click on the resources tab. And you'll find the social security report you mentioned and a bunch of other stuff. Thanks, Doug. Thank you. Today, I want to focus on a big risk to your retirement lifestyle, losing a lot of money in bad markets. Since 1900, we've seen a bear market at an average of every six years with an average stock market loss of 34%. A retiree in his or her 60s may see five or even six bear markets in their lifetime. So how do you reduce the impact of these markets? 
First, identify how much you're willing to lose in bad markets and build your portfolio around that answer. Next, be sure you live on your safe money that provides the guarantees. Don't live on your risk money that goes up and down in value. And third, invest your risk money in ways that don't merely track the stock market. After all, do you want to bet your life savings that the market will be healthy during the next seven or eight years? Casey O'Day here, along with Doug Ray from The Wealth Guardians. One of the things that can be overwhelming, Doug, is the terminology when you start talking about retirement. Uh, Optimization, optimal filing strategy, all of these things. I hear you talk about them. I understand them now, but if people don't, they need to. They really do, Casey, and it's very simple. What we're trying to do is squeeze out as much Social Security income from a couple's viewpoint over their life expectancy. Let me give you an example. Let's take a uh, a person who retires at full retirement age of 66 who has $2,400 worth of Social Security income. By the age of 80, if they'd filed early, they'd only have $3,041 a month. But if they file optimally, they'll have over $5,300 a month. By 85, it's more dramatic. If they file early at 62, they're only going to have about $3,500. If they file optimally, $6,100 more. It's amazing. And so optimally in this case is utilizing all of your resources in the proper order of operation, so proper planning. That's exactly right, Casey. See, such a complex term can be so simple when you sit down and uh, talk with Doug Ray from The Wealth Guardians. If folks would like to do it in person, they can give you a call. They can call us at 336-391-3409. Again, that's 336-391-3409, or check out Doug's website at thewealthguardians.com. How can you protect your retirement income from the whims of the stock market? On July 16th of this year, the market hit its all-time high, then barely two weeks later went to a new yearly low, and Alan Greenspan has said he sees a correction looming. Don't rely on Wall Street to get you out of the market before it falls. How'd that work out for you in 2000 and 2008? One of the keys to protecting your retirement is how you structure income. You should not be living on risk money because it will go up and down with the market. Instead, structure your retirement income from safe money accounts that are guaranteed and inflation protected for as long as possible. Casey O'Day, Doug Ray from The Wealth Guardians talking about mistakes and oversights. And as you head into retirement, there's things you're going to plan for and others you don't foresee yourself needing like long-term care, but more people do than will actually ever plan for it. Casey, the statistics are are the facts. Long-term care can devastate a retiree's financial uh, plan, and it happens more and more because we're living longer and longer. People don't prepare for long-term care because, number one, it's expensive, it's hard to qualify for, and the premiums go up every year, and they're always afraid of, what if I go through life and never use it, I've lost those premiums forever. Now, thanks to the Pension Protection Act of 2006, they have an alternative. The premiums never go up. They have inflation-adjusted 5% growth. And if they go through life and they never use it, they can at least get 70% of their premiums back, or they can pass along a tax-free death benefit to their beneficiaries. Look, uh, the average average annual cost of a nursing home in America right now is $100,000, and that is staggering to most people. Could you lose $100,000 a year in your retirement if you or your spouse were in there? Uh, Probably not. So take advantage of this great advice. Head over to TheWealthGuardians.com, click the Research tab, or give Doug a call because this is one of the big retirement mistakes. Yeah, Casey, you're absolutely right. And the facts are this, that uh, there's about 70% chance a retiree is going to need some form of either home health care or long-term care. All right. Find out more at TheWealthGuardians.com. 
Thanks, Casey. Today I have a simple question about your IRAs and 401ks and other retirement accounts. Are your beneficiary designations up to date? You see, when you pass away, your will or your trust has nothing to do with who gets your retirement accounts if your beneficiary is alive. Many don't understand that the beneficiary form has total legal authority over who gets these accounts, so be sure to review all your beneficiary designations and update them to reflect your wishes. Also, make sure you're using the form requested by the company with custody over your account so there are no misunderstandings and make sure you have a copy of these forms as well. Casey O'Day here and uh, Doug Ray from The Wealth Guardians joining me. Doug, there are so many places on the internet you can go to find financial resources. The problem is not a lack of resources, but the overwhelming nature of what you're going to find online. You're a financial guy. What do people need to be looking for? You know, Casey, you're absolutely right about that. I mean, you can find just about anything you want to try to find on the internet. Uh, under a financial topic. You know, on our website, thewealthguardians.com, what we've put there is uh, information that I think is pertinent and generic to just about anybody. If, for example, you know, we do a lot of talk about Social Security, and we've helped a lot of people, Casey, but they can go on our website right now and download a really unique Social Security report. At the same time, uh, we're in the tax season right now, so we've got a report up there about things you can do to help control your taxes. It's a multi-page uh, report, and uh, many other things we have on that website website that people can go to and just uh, take a, a gander at and, and see uh, you know what uh, what they like and, and download it. All right. Uh, give me a peek behind the curtain because uh, taxes, you piqued my interest right there. What is, what's one of the biggest things people should be doing that they're not? Well, you know, one of the things that folks uh, should do is take advantage of any uh, 401k plans that they have at work and make sure that they're uh, funding it at a minimum up to the level of the uh, employer uh, contribution match. Free money. And, yeah, it's absolute free money. And if they're not doing that, well, you know, I'd like to spank them. But the other thing about it is uh, that also is a way to uh, take away some of the tax burden. I mean, maybe you want to give or not give, but con- contribute a little bit more than uh, the uh, the employer max, that's going to absolutely take away some of the tax liability that you're going to owe at the end of the year. Because you're talking about pre-tax dollars. Then. That's that's exactly right. Plus, you're helping yourself in the future saving for retirement. All right. One more time, Doug. What was that website? That is www.thewealthguardians.com and click on the resources tab. And you'll find the social security report you mentioned and a bunch of other stuff. Thanks, Doug. Thank you. Are you going into retirement confident that you won't outlive your money? Are you sure you're protected from potential health care catastrophes, taxes, and inflation? Hi, I'm Doug Ray of the Wealth Guardian Show, heard on WPTI Sunday mornings at 10. Listen every week as I explore topics important to your retirement, health, wealth, and personal freedoms. My clients retire with confidence, and I want that for you, too. Listen Saturday afternoon at 1 on 94.5 WPTI, the Piedmont's news, talk, and sports station. Hey, Casey O'Day here along with Doug Ray from The Wealth Guardians. One of the hardest things out there, Doug, when it comes time to invest and also look towards retirement is figuring out who's going to help you on that journey. Almost as many choices as you have from an investment standpoint, you have from an advisor standpoint. So what should I be looking for and what should everyone else be looking for? Well, that's a very good question, Casey. And, you know, when people come in and, and they sit down and we have our first meeting, I encourage them to get uh, two or three opinions uh, because, you know, I think you have to um, blend with somebody. You have to uh, you, you just have to get along with somebody. But more importantly, from that standpoint, what you ought to be looking for with an advisor is time in the business. Does somebody have some seasoning? Have they been through the ups and the downs? Have they gotten a bloody nose or two along the way? 
The other thing is is education. Are they staying on top of uh, current conditions? Are they uh, continuing their education process? Now, in this business, we're required to get some form of continuing education every year, but I'm talking about going above and beyond that. What kind of credentials do they hold? Do they have a bachelor's degree in business, maybe a master's degree, and beyond that, have they gone out and, and sought you know professional credentialing such as the uh, chartered financial consultant, the retirement income certified professional, the registered f- financial consultant, the uh, certified uh, uh, financial uh, professional? Those types of extra credentials, which which really require a lot of extra academic you know, training on, on the, the advisor's part. And, and credentialing you have, Doug, just as you would go to a mechanic and you like to see that ASC certification, the same should go for your financial advisors. So if they want to know more and, uh, and, and talk to you and get your opinion, they can give you a call, right? That's correct. They can uh, call us at 336-391-3409, or they can go to our website at www.thewealthguardians.com.